if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Sunday Funday. Today I welcome back Stephanie Tejada. Thank Woo! you, Stephanie. I'm happy to be here. We love Marcella. Yes, yes, and we love Stephanie, and we love all her clips and everything she you've been doing for the past year. You're nice and active. You had great views, great downloads on my uh, podcast last time. People came listening in. And that's, uh, that's surprising to me. I'm I'm happy. No, it was it was I I notice a difference because I look at each one and then uh, you know I have two podcasts right. I have yeah. the adult one and then I have this one and I see how hard it is for comedy. You know, and I do this one because I love comedy. I mm-hmm. love you guys and I love the live performance and I like helping promote you guys. Um. But more people tune into the other podcasts, uh, I think, more out of curiosity than anything else. Right. For the adult uh, workers. But this one is where my heart is because I get bored with some of the people I talk to and the other like so much porn stars that I'm like, okay, right. Like, okay, we get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I I get bored. I do. I get bored. I'm like. But I've had some interesting guests on that other one. But you did very, very so, and and you were a great conversation. You're witty, charming, you, have funny clips that are always entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. What's been going on? I saw the other day you were in San Diego. Was it yesterday? Oh no! So um, I'm actually uh, headlining at the Mic Drop in April. With and I, I'm bringing Jacqueline with me, and we're doing that together in April at the Mic Drop. So. You might have seen the flyer for it, but yesterday I was actually at the Laugh Factory in Covina. Oh. It was my first time there. Such an amazing, it's like a theater. It's not like uh-huh. the regular, it's, it's like a theater. It's big, that box office seats. It's really nice. Uh-huh. Nice. I got to do that. Uh, yeah, Shank Forbes booked me for that. Shout out to him. That's nice. And um, it was a good crowd. It was a really good crowd. Very diverse, you know. Mm-hmm. Latinos, white people, black people, Asian people. Everybody was in there. Everybody was up in I like like kind of the Inland Empire, that area. Like people. Yes, really- that's where I live. I love it over here. You do. Do you live near Rancho Cucamongo? Pretty close. It's probably like fifteen minutes, so not too far from me. Oh, okay. Because I know they have that big mall area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Inland Empire. If anybody's in New York, is sort of like Long Island versus <laughs> when you're. <laughs> Equivalent to Long Island, Inland Empire. Long Island, but there's a big ass mountain behind you. There's a big, yeah, big mountain, and, and not really um, like a beach. 
And you could get to Vegas a little bit quicker. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the good thing about where I live. Like, I have, like, all immediate highways are very easy to get to. So I can go anywhere, like, really fast. And then, yeah, but you have to avoid, like, going to L.A. at certain hours. Like, probably leave at 2 or 3. Oh, my God. Like, okay, so I... I work with uh, this comedian, Grace Fraga. We had we did a mockumentary series called The Diaz. We actually uh-huh. won a bunch of film festival awards. Humble brag. Um, but she lives in Beverly Hills. And I remember I was leaving her house thinking, oh, I'm about to beat the traffic. It's 2 o'clock. Girl, I was stuck in traffic for three and a half hours. Oh, but even, even when I lived in the Valley, to go over to Beverly Hills was a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's like, so... It's- it's ridiculous. And Be- and Beverly Hills is kind of um I've heard it grace before cuz I think somebody when I lived in LA she was doing some something with somebody one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does a lot of things. So, you know, similarly she does her podcast, she has her series, she has her OF series. We do sketches and things together. What is she uh, what is she, she's Brazilian or Argentinian? Oh, Argentinian. okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz I remember mm-hmm. her from when I lived in um she had a lot of stuff going on when I lived over there. And that was before 2019. Yeah. Grace is a hustler. Wow. So it, on a like normal day, apparently at two o'clock, even it's bad. So two to yeah. like six is really bad. Well, Beverly Hills is, is not to knock where Grace lives or anything. Like once you live in LA, like the, you know, true Beverly Hills, it's not what it is on TV. No, it's not. It's not as bougie and uppity as it seems. Yeah. And and like Beverly Hills on TV is like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like that's what people think. Like or Beverly Hills 90210. Like that's not accurate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I always just loved the Valley. It was simple. Stay in North Hollywood, Sherman Oaks area. Like cool and all that. So so what uh, what else is going on with uh, OFTV? Because you guys do a lot of stuff with them. Yeah, we love OFTV. OFTV is like, it's just the best like marketing for to get more people to your OF and to subscribe. It's really good to funnel those subscribers. So um, me and Jacqueline, we've been working, we've had that a sociopath and psychopath show where we hosted as Richette and Angie are, are crazy gold digging scammer characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the crazy Latina. She's the crazy Italiana. And then um, I do stand-up clips on there. Now we started posting clips of our podcast on mm-hmm. there, our We Don't Give AF podcast. Um, I have a late show, High O'Clock, that I do on OFTV. I haven't done it in a while. I'm working on a new, like, filming new stuff with that. And uh, the Diaz. So it's just a lot of different things, you know. That's good. That's I love good. doing what in your new stuff. The new podcast, when did you guys start this? We only have six episodes, and we started uh, this year. We've and you're doing it in stu- studio? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we do it in a studio. Um, we tried two studios. It's the same company, but we did two of their locations just to see and, you know, see which one we like best. But I think the new one is better because they have, like, a bigger set, the, the big screen with our logo behind us. It's just nicer. It's girlier. It's cuter. Right. So I think that's going to be our home base. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, when you go in studio, you can get nice clips. That's the yeah, thing. yeah. But yeah, I feel I like to. for me, I feel like I have to keep on doing zooms because of the demand to keep it weekly for me, and then mm-hmm. have me being access to getting all the comics that I do because I've had um, 
I've had comics like all over the United States, even the world. On. Yeah, I think I think if it was just, you know, a solo thing, it'd be easier to do it the way you're doing it. But because it's me and Jacqueline hosting, it's just a little harder to get it like right when it comes to the Zoom thing, you know? Yeah. And for the sake of social media and advertising, you know, we're doing the studio route for now. I really want to just get my own studio going, like my own production studio. Like I would love to just have my own little Well, area. no, you know you can buy all the – I bought all the equipment. Yeah. If you right. go to my Amazon recommendation list, I have all the equipment and I bought it and I've done it in my, um, I've done it before, like at my house. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was renting a, I was actually renting like an Airbnb and I did it once. I did like four episodes in an Airbnb, but I bought all the equipment. Mind you, I am kind of dependent on my producer though to put all the equipment, but you can, um, to figure out all the equipment to put the camera yeah. up or whatever, but it was only like four hundred dollars, like for the yeah, equipment. it's not bad at all. But yeah. I want like I want a location, like I in general, I think that's my next business venture is to have like my own production studio where like I rent it out to people to come create content, do pictures. I'm even going to start offering like photography and doing photography for people, and you know, I really want to get more into that because it's just something that I've been doing for myself. Mm-hmm. for like ever yeah that I, that's it, that it, is a good business you know. venture like a podcast i told a friend of mine in la like if there was um like a known pod well there's wtf which i ran out here and they are in la but they seem to book up quick um oh i know you know what's funny wtf mm-hmm. uh wheezy do you know wheezy mm-hmm. wheezy's from orlando I, that was oh like she my is Orlando yeah and we used to like host parties together I used to see her all the time in the nightclubs and stuff we hung out mad times like yeah Weezy's from Orlando wow what a small world isn't that crazy I see her show all the time the sex sells thing and I'm like look at you go girl (laughs) what a small small world and I think you've been my friend Vince he goes by invisible he has a podcast too it's a gentleman's club I think you used his studio once I think it was you because he recognized maybe, maybe I was doing somebody else's podcast because I've never done a podcast like until this. I think one. you you were. I might have been a guest on somebody. Yeah, he's near Rancho. He has a studio, okay. but he mm-hmm. recognized um, we for my other podcast, we bounce off guests. And so okay. but he, he recognized for the comedy. Oh, there comes my cat coming in. She wants to get on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we bounce off guests, but it was funny because he says, Oh, I know this girl. And I thought he was going to say one of the other, and he goes, Oh, the comedian. And I'm like, Oh, okay, you do. Like, and, and, um, so probably you were a guest. So probably small world. That's crazy though. That, yeah, mm-hmm. Wheezy. I know Wheezy actually, when I first got into go go dancing, she was having a birthday party for her boyfriend at the time. And she mm-hmm. had booked me to be one of the body paint models for the birthday. And that's how I met her. And I remember meeting her mom and everything because we were, like, getting ready at her mom's house. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had the best time. Like, we bonded, like, right away that night. And we just had a great time. And she's Isn't she's now cool. mostly in L.A., though, right? I don't know. I really – I don't talk to her like that no more, you know. This was so long ago. Um, I think – I want to say it's New York. But, well, you know what? No, because the show. Now she has that show, the Sex Cell show. So it might be L.A. But they – I know they were – because they have two studios and Alex Media is in New York. 
she might be coming back and forth, but I think yeah. she was out of LA and, um, I know one of her podcasts got no same nomination I did for the AVN. My other podcast got nominated mm -hmm. for the AVN, um, which they it, it's it's kind of rigged. It's it's rigged. Like oh, I just all award shows are rigged. Honey. Oh, but you know what? I just wanted the exposure, like to get the. That's all I oh, care about the downloads. Great exposure. I actually found out that you were nominated because somebody I follow. I guess she's a porn star posted about the avn thing and then i was like oh they have a podcast category and i saw you i was like is that marcella and it oh was who, who was it who was it i can't remember her name <laughs> some girl i follow you can't remember. on my uh, my twitter oh okay yeah so i was i was just nominated but it was uh one show that I mean, that's the same a big deal huh that's a great accomplishment. Though, yeah, this one got the same award last year, but I didn't even announce it because I didn't want to scare off comedians because a lot of female comedians get scared already of me. Like some New York comment. I don't know. They're they're scared of me. For fucking what? They're, they're just, I don't know. They think I'm going to like recruit them or do something. I don't know. Some of the New York com comics are kind of weird with me. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's just like that's just an attitude that a lot of comedians have in general. Like they're like, oh, she's weird. Oh, they're well, I think I think with women, so I, you know what I think the the very much the issue is: women don't support each other. Men generally support each other, and they don't have this little pettiness, right? Yeah. And I think that that's the big issue when women get intimidated by other women so easily, which I don't, I don't. I don't either. I love to support other women in comedy yeah. because like we're doing the same thing. So like I help girls, you know, girls reach out to me that I don't even know. Like, Hey, how'd you get booked for this? And I'm like, here you go. Because at the end of the day, I don't look at women like competition. Yeah. Cause you you're know? secure. So it's, it's something that I've been through at a younger age where I was very yeah. insecure and jealous over like nothing. And then I realized like, these are my sisters. We're comrades. We're doing the same shit. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately a lot of them don't see it like that. Yeah. And when I'm nice to people, they're very standoffish. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. When I'll be nice to people or even um, in the past, I've given people tips or, or stuff like, or put people on game to make money. And they give you that look like, Huh? Huh? Like I'm like I'm laying it out for you. Bye bye. You bye, tell bye. me how to make money. You're my best friend. Yes. You point to where the money's at. You are my best friend. You know what I'm right. saying? I don't have time for that little game and uh mm. insecurity and all that other stuff. And I I just don't have time. I don't have time. And it's crazy how, like, they'll reach out to you, like, oh, who books this? How'd you get booked for this? And you tell them. But then when you ask them to, like, oh, how did you get on this? They won't tell you. Right. Right. Or if you ask, like, hey, do you, who do you use for this or whatever? And then they, yep. Oh, I've had it. I've had it. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Shiesty hoes. Yep. Very, shiesty very shiesty. Or for my podcast, I've had people, like, to try being nice to me to get on. And then afterwards, it's like. Just. Okay, but I'm just, like. It was just one episode. Like, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, are you this thirsty to be on one episode of my podcast? Mm -hmm, they are. We've had people come out the woodworks, me and Jacqueline, now that we started this podcast, out the woodworks. Like, really? never supported us, never followed, never liked nothing, never shared nothing, never comment on a thing. Like, oh, do you have guests? Like, 
not guess who don't support us, not guess who's not going to help us. We're not just going to book people. Yeah. We're going to book people who have helped us, who we feel actual connection to, or somebody that's beneficial to have as a guest. This isn't going to be just everybody and their mama coming on the podcast. No, exactly. We don't want that like annoyance of all the DMs and like, no. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, no, somebody, uh, because I did want to produce a show out here and I'm still in debate about it. I'm like very much in debate. I don't know if I'm going to produce anything out here in New York because there's a part of me that just wants to go back to LA and mm-hmm. go right back to North Hollywood. Um, but it, it, especially when I woke up this morning, it was all full of snow. Like it was disgusting, full of snow everywhere. And my back is hurting. And I was like, what am I doing here? What the hell am I doing here? New York is really not doing well right now. Like the weather and just the, the natural disasters and shit happening. Like New York has experienced a lot that it hasn't experienced apparently in a, a long time. Is this true? Um, I guess I just don't. Um, I, I, you know, it. Let me <laughs> Like, it's okay being here. I can always see something. I am a SAG member. I know they are filming quite a bit. Um, There's not so many people in the entertainment business. People have, like, regular jobs. So, Mm -hmm. it's for me, I find I I consider myself a degenerate. So, it's hard to make friends with people with square jobs. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. And... um. So it's a little bit different. And then on top of that, you know, I, I've done my, you know, I was a stripper for many years. So, and I, I'm not shameful. I'll tell anybody. So then there's another bag of judgment there, but um, yeah, I just felt like in LA, like, let's say I needed somebody to film something for me. I would have a choice of five or six people. Let's say I needed somebody to do my hair. I had a choice between five or six people and every each and every one did a great job. Here, it's like you find one good person and you got to hold on to it. However, I'm in Queens now. I left Brooklyn, thank God. Um, I like Queens. To me, it's the best borough. I've lived in Manhattan. I've lived in um lived in Brooklyn and now I'm in Queens and I like my little neighborhood. I like the people around me. It's not genderfied with weird people with different color hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Cause it was some weird, I just felt like so out of place in Brooklyn. I had a big apartment though. Um, but anyway, yeah, like it was so different. And I just feel like in L.A., like creatively, the one thing I could say in L.A., like you could be a creative person and you could go there because there's opportunity to get exposed somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow, you know, but the only downside of L.A. and there's two downsides. You've got nepotism on one side. Absolutely. Okay, and then you have the people that kiss ass like we were talking about earlier that will that are fake or phony that just want to use you that just want to, you know, and and they just want to use you for a bit. And that's it. That's all their intentions. Right. And then they'll they'll say dumb shit like, oh, well, you never come out. You never come like hang out like for what? I'm not going to come hang out. That's not part of the booking process. Like. Anytime, anytime I've ever been booked on a comedy show, Marcel, and I've been booked a lot and, mm-hmm. and paid a lot. Thank God. Yeah. 
I reach out to the booker. I have a clip. I have my algorithm numbers and that's it. I don't need anything else. So this whole, Oh, you don't support you. Don't, why do I have to go support you at a fucking show? That is far away at that. It's not right. close by. They're expecting because you're to not drive ge- like LA is spread out versus New York. Yeah, and, yeah. Right. In New York, you could just go to the borough and get around in each borough very easily. Take mm-hmm. a train, whatever you want to do. But yeah, out here it's it's a lot. It's a lot for traveling, especially for me. Everything is about minimum 40, 45 minutes when it comes to LA. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah. And I'm not getting nothing from this, but the possibility of getting booked because I come to support people that I don't even know. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. It's stand up. Like I, I absolutely love stand up and I do wish it was more lucrative than it is right now for me, but it's very draining because you deal with these like leeches. Like they just want everything from you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like my other podcasts, I've got people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) My other podcast, no, no, my other podcast, I'll I'll just say this, like in the adult entertainment world, I've noticed there's a lot of like clout chaser or leeches, you know, those OF girls or whatever, and they're annoying as hell. It's so annoying. Or like people be like, hey, can we do a sketch together? I'm like, okay, cool. What's your idea? I don't know. I want to do something with Rachetta. So I got to write the sketch too. You want me to write the whole schedule oh and you have an idea or something like leeches. And I think that's why I'm starting to kind of realize that in this industry, that's why you have a lot of like the independent entrepreneurs. Like you have like your Marlon Wayne's and the Damon Wayne's family who they just, they produce their own shit. They were tired of playing Hollywood's games and they just make their own shit. That's what you have to do. That's yeah. what you have to do. Yeah. That's what, so that's, do. that's what I've been doing for the past couple of years, trying to just build my own production Mm-hmm. and do my own projects filming my own projects editing my you know we go to the podcast studio but i edit our podcast i edit everything oh so, so you actually i have my editor nick that edits everything <laughs> like yeah I, have- I edit it because i don't like like okay some people they'll be like oh yeah i can do it by this time and then they don't you know and, and i've just experienced a lot of that like i want well, my i guy. my he's watching like he's I love you, Nick. You're very great. No, Nick. And then I end up telling all Nick my personal stories and all that. Nick is great. My editor, I love. And mm-hmm. he's good. And um, he, I'm happy to have him because I have ADD. And if I was to do the editing. Yeah, it, it, it would be a shit show. And it's crazy because like, you know, people don't realize that. So when people are like, oh, well, what can you do? Come network, come hang out. Come, oh. I'm like, I'm not coming to hang out with people I don't know. Like, if it's a comic that I know and I like, like, I have, you know, comedy friends that I know and actually, yeah. like, care about, mm-hmm. I'll go do something like that because I feel like, okay, you're my friend. I know you. We work together. Something. Yeah. But these people who really want to be like, we'll come to a show and we'll see. Like, fuck you, yeah. What, what are you going to show for? What the hell? Are they I, trying I'm to sell the ticket? Right, I'm not going to perform. Uh-huh. So if I'm not going to perform, how is this going to help me get booked? When I, I, I think they're desperate to sell this ticket clips. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's so redundant. And it's just so draining. So I've just really been focused on getting the bag, honey, getting the bag, doing my own productions. Me and Jacqueline, you know, we've been doing a lot of stuff together. I love that girl. We do our 
characters and our skits and everything. We go live together. You know, you even did a live with us. Yeah, I I did a live and I was blind the whole, I couldn't see the whole, like I had it kept on. We just danced and talked shit and that's just what it is. It's nothing. Yeah. She, she told me next time we do a live, you got to talk about your stripper stories. Yeah, you should, you should do stripper story time. They'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I missed out on the YouTube with Trisha Paytas, the way she. Oh my God. I love Trisha. You do? I never really watched anything. I did listen to the episode of Call Your Daddy with her in it because I I remember before she was big, like I didn't know her, know her, but other people like it was crazy. Like it was like a close. uh, She was like one person from me and I just didn't really pay attention. You know, like I just and the next thing I know, I'm like, is that her now? Like, so that was a crazy trans. But she wasn't. She said this on the podcast, and the one thing I knew about her, she wasn't a person that had friends. Right. Yeah. Because I think Trisha is, uh, you know, she's focused. Trisha is, everything she does in her life, she films it and she monetizes it somehow. Mm. So I think when you get to that mindset, like, you don't care. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, when they get a hold of the money, yeah. I am rich. I am, like, this is my full-time job. I don't have time for fake shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Patricia is like, she has friends, you know what I mean? But she don't have like a bunch of friends. Right. And it is, it is kind of good. It is, it is kind of good to, okay. You shouldn't be like friend cool with everybody. Cause not everybody's all cool. Right. You do need to be selective, like who you would, but you do need a few people to be close, yeah. but sometimes your friends can be distractions in your career. Especially Sometimes. when you're creative. Yeah. If you're not doing, if, yeah, if you guys aren't on the same path or, you yeah. know, maybe in our cases, uh, people are a little judgmental and assuming things about what we do with what oh, we do. Oh, they assume all the time yeah. for me. Me people too. Are- and then they go and, and they look at my page and they're like, she's nuts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get like all sorts of people don't even know, you know, and, um, that's why this year I st- I used to do the um it was exotica conventions and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop because it was good exposure to do these conventions um because I would get a booth, I would make money and I was pushing my socials and people could see I was free and they could they could meet me, but then um when I'm there cuz I work with you know, I make money on Meta too, like through Facebook. I I told Jacqueline how I make money on Meta. Um I couldn't really film anything because it was all this adult site in the back. And I said, I can't, I go, this is kind of like, it's not really lucrative. Like, yeah, I make cash in there, but then people think like the, like, it's not really, it's. So they think you're affiliated in corn and now they're following you for the wrong reason. Well, not that they follow me, but like, I have to explain, like, look, I'm a, I do have my pod. I, I what I did is I pushed my podcast, the last one. Because I wanted to push in that one. The numbers are good. I like where they're at. I would love them better. But the when I did my taxes this year and I saw what I spent versus what I made, it really wasn't like a profit. And then then they raised their price of the booths. It was 600 to 800 And so I had to really buckle down and hustle. And then I've got to bring an assistant. i got to pay for a makeup yeah. artist. Yeah. So it's with with the way the economy is, I was like, this isn't so beneficial. I just need to find the right PR person to help like 
you know, help me and somehow, and it just, I noticed because I have two different podcasts and every week I'm on other people's stuff. It, that helps better. Just me being consistent. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've realized. Like when it comes to like the marketing and everything, like just put your content out, just put yeah. your content out, everything, cross promote it on every fucking network. Like that you can and they're just going to go to that link in your bio and they're going to find it and they're going to they're going to support your merch they're going to support your events right support you right yeah you just like so my schedule with ig and well facebook is daily um a lot of people don't know yeah i just followed you because jacqueline was telling me (laughs) people don't know people don't know meta is money people don't really so yeah i have a bonus thing it says up to fifty five thousand dollars and i didn't even know that i could make that much and then if you get the in-stream ads that's more money so you could in-stream ads like people don't know about this oh yeah and that's where a lot of comedians like they're making money youtube they're making money Mm -hmm. in stream ads and it's generating another income plus they have their merch to sell Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's just all, but um, you just get the clips like from your podcast or like you're doing the skits yeah. or whatever. I was doing TikToks for a while that made me a lot of money, but now I'm just doing a video going, good morning, welcome, whatever, like happy, whatever was happy Valentine's Day, whatever. I'm doing a video for like a minute and a half in the daytime and I do need to like spit out, but you know how that ball rolls because it's just yeah. doing with the content. I try to just like, because before I would wake up every day, hair and makeup, do new pictures every day, do new skits every day. And I still do a lot of that, but now I try to like batch film. I batch film. Like, okay, I'm going to do skits for Monday through Wednesday now and mm-hmm. just have it ready to go. I'm going to get my clips from my podcast and they're ready to go. We're going to upload them, you know? So that's helped me a lot to have more content is to batch it ahead of time because it's just ready and you can just put it out or schedule it over I'm behind every week. I'm behind no matter how hard. It's a full-time job. And it bothers me. People are like, oh, you're an influencer. You're on social media. I'm like, yeah. And I'm getting paid home at home while you're fucking listening to some dickhole yell at you in a cubicle. Cause you took 21 minutes for lunch instead of 20 minutes. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm making money doing this. Like, how are you yeah. going to hate? You know? Yeah. People don't, people don't get it. They don't realize. Effort. Yeah. They don't the really amount of effort it takes to to not only like do the content but to be in a mental space like you have to feel good. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like today, um, I found a good facial lady at esthetician. Though I was happy about that, but I don't have no makeup on. Um, oh, your skin looks good though. Yeah. So um, I just had to. It, it's a little bit red, but mm-hmm. today I was like, I'll do this podcast. You're good. You. You're going to get me the number so I can relax a little bit. But tomorrow I'm going to have to step it up and think of something. And then you got to go scroll through IG to think of stories. You got to find the trending sounds or the trending topics or what's like, what is other people like trending on TikTok? You know what? You know what I realized? You can get a lot of content when you hang out with a toxic couple. I just got to call my mom. She'll complain about something. Well, you have to find like a toxic. I hang out one night with a toxic couple. Like they were fighting so bad. The girl was insecure. And then like, it was like hanging out with Jody Iris and um, Chris Rotz at the same time. And I was felt safe. Cause I was like, they're just going to kill each other. This is going to be on Dateline one day. 
that they're not coming for me. These people are too, but and one night a hanging out with, and they were squares. It was yeah. like, she was an assistant manager at HMM and he was a finance bro. And they, it was like, and, and you know, square people like that. Don't, don't hang out with degenerates. We're going to like, we're going to come up with so much content and ideas and all that. And I, I literally like, I didn't even have sage in my house. So I went to the Botanica. I bought it. I made a clip out of that. Like it was, there was so much toxic energy and it was funny. Like <laughs> I gotta get rid of this shit. <laughs> oh man. I did a video with me doing Olympia, like clean, you know, cleansing the house. Like, and then my friend, you know, and I had to tell like two of my friends, like, you know, I hang out with you. My friend Matessa, for instance, um, she's nice. She's a cancer like you, peaceful, relaxing, quiet. Doesn't I was like, I can't come up with no content. I can't think of it. Well, we take photos together. It's even like yeah. that. But I can't like dog on her because there's nothing dramatic about her. Right. You know, but you, you got to kind of find that inspiration from. Someone. Yeah, you got to hang. You got to. Watch like, 90 Day Fiance, girl. It's toxic as hell. Oh, yeah. my friend Tracy has a whole podcast out of that. Tracy Carnaza. <gasps> yes. Ha- you need to, in fact, I need to connect you with her. Yeah, send me her info because if she has guests, oh my God, I could talk about that show for days. She she would be, per- I would love to introduce you to her too because um, when she does come to LA, because I introduced her to another comedian and the other comedian kind of like, which I felt was like, why are you snubbing Tracy? Okay, she knows everybody, yeah. like in New York. Like, bitch, you, that's the wrong person to. And, and, <laughs> and Nick, my editor, knows who. But um, she's totally cool. I'm gonna have to like send you her information because she has. Yeah. And Nick, my editor, he, the guy that's editing this now, he knows all the 90 Day Fiance. So I'm obsessed. I got Jacqueline on it now. She was like binge watching it last weekend. She was like, "Oh my god, I've been watching this for two hours." Now. I I like um, what is her name? The guy um. Nikita, what's her name? The la- from last season. Nikita? What's her name? She's blonde, Nikita, and she had that. Natalie. Bo- Natalia. She had the boyfriend from Monty. Where's he from? He was a white, good looking Eastern from Montenegro or whatever. How do you say it? Oh, I think you're talking of one of their spinoff shows because they have 90 Day Fiance, then they have 90 Day Fiance, like, what is it called? Oh, my God. It's, it's one where they go on vacation. No, they didn't go on vacation. They This one, she she is a trans woman. She dated the guy. Oh, Nikki. That's this current season. The blonde girl. Yes. With the Russian guy. I love, is he Russian? Or, yeah, I think, no, he's from Mondo- Moldova. Is that right? Moldova. Or, yeah, him. Yeah. Nikki. Yeah, I like him a little white. Yeah. Yeah. She calls him Justin because she thinks he looks like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. I like, oh yeah. Yeah. That's the current season. I love Yeah, I, love I, I did watch it, but I, the past seasons, I just couldn't. You know, I found it during the pandemic. So I like, that's, that's all I was watching. Like for the whole, like 2020 to like 2021. When, when I, I had surgery, life. my friend had me watch. Love is blind. Okay. The and, one with Nick Lachey. Yeah. And Vanessa. Yeah, I seen that show too. And I saw cool. just I got heavily I got too invested where I was yelling at the TV. That's I, how I'm ninety days. I'd be mad as hell at them. Like, oh my god, they're so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got too invested. 
Like, and I felt kind of like, like, what the hell is, you know, I just got invested. But it was cool. But yeah, you're right. I, I, she made a whole podcast. I, you know, I was on, um, I don't know if you've heard of the app. It's called Stereo. And it's like, um, kind of like a podcast app. You do audio clips and stuff. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's not really popular anymore. But during the time Stereo was popular and they were paying creators. So I would do after 90 Day Fiance talk show. And we would oh. like go through it and do like live. Sort of like Clubhouse used to be. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. But Clubhouse was like in and out. I never even used Clubhouse. I used I had Clubhouse. I for it and I didn't like it. I used it and then I got like a lot. Of, I liked it, but it was popular for a minute and it was weird. Where... Yeah, what the fuck happened to Clubhouse? <laughs> you just I, like reminded me of this app. I, I think, you know what happened? Because when everything was locked down, that's when it was popular. And then now everything is open. So I did meet a lot of people to... through it, but then it was like, then the groups started getting weird. Or I remember like there was a group of girls. We don't want no men in here. We don't want no men in here or whatever, like a real weird. And, um, but they were, it was just weird. Then they were, then they were like, they only want this type of person there. They don't want this, you know, or somebody would come in and I'd be like, Hey, Oh, I don't like that. Then they started. It's like, listen, this is in high school. This is too much. I get it where, you know, so it it was just, and then I ran into, yeah, then that's why I was like, the world's open. The world's open. We can. Yeah. Cause clubhouse is dead. Yeah, Clubhouse is dead. Totally <laughs> dead. I didn't know, but I'll totally um introduce you to Tracy because her pod her podcast does well. And she's entertaining yeah. to her she's entertaining to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um she's a comic out here in New York and um I love her to death because she's she's probably the person in New York that has helped me the most. Oh wow. Yeah. So she's the only I give her the best credit. You understand? Okay. I would love to meet her and maybe yeah. even do an episode with her. Because yeah. I'm obsessed. Like, I've even seen the spinoff shows. Girl, don't get me started. <laughs> so, matter of fact, tomorrow's Sunday. It's 90 Day Fiance Day. My boyfriend hates it because he'll come, like, and try to talk to me when I'm, and, and I, I don't hear him. Like, I'm like, just wait, just wait, okay? Because I don't hear you right now. <laughs> yeah, like, don't leave. And we leave these men alone when they're sports. Right. Like, if you want to play your sports, play your video games, watch whatever. My man likes battle raps more than sports. He's obsessed with battle rap. He used to battle rap, so he's really into that. So, like, I'll let you watch battle raps all day. Just let me have this. This is my show. <laughs> Good. Yeah. You need that break. You need that break. So, what – um, any plans, like, for the future? You got the podcast. You guys are doing the clips. You've been doing the OFTV. Uh, yes, and we did the LMAOF comedy special. So tell me about is, that. Who was all there? So it was, uh, they did probably like three episodes, I think they filmed total, and each episode uh-huh. has three comics. So for me, it was me, Jacqueline Pissarro, Terrence Delane, uh, Amy, oh my God, what the hell is her name? Amy something. She's pretty funny. Some girl named Nicole Zagringo, Zagrino. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was this one guy. Oh my God, what the hell was his name? He was hilarious. Daoud or something. Mm-hmm. He was edgy. He was really good. Because I heard so there were Whit- people, good people on there. Because I hear Whitney Cummings always promoting it. 
and saying yeah, so she did her own series i think oftv like is producing it for her though i think they like funded it and everything but she did like her own roast series where she brings other comics in and uh she roasts them or have a, an other comedians roast them and then she did one where she got roasted and then she just did her own special mm. for oftv specifically so she's doing a lot with the the oftv as well um yeah, so that special's out. You guys can catch that. We Don't Give AF podcast is on YouTube right now. We were thinking of Spotify, but it seems that people... No, just, do, you know what? I'm going to tell you one thing, what I've learned with podcasts. You want it every, like, you want it everywhere. YouTube. Um, yeah. Because of the affiliates or in case you get a sponsor. You just want to put that's it... What, that's what we were thinking. Like, yeah. YouTube alone is... There. You, I'll be honest, like I've been on YouTube over a year. I'm monetized. I have $57 on YouTube. And it's hard to get it to like, it is hard. And like nobody, none of the YouTubers are telling you their little secrets and their tricks, but a lot of you have to pay Google ads. ads. Huh? Yeah. Definitely ads, paid ads. Yeah. Paid and I thought I've seen them. people with well known podcasts, you know, unless you've got a big, big name. And a following that makes sense. Like, I love Tiger Belly, but we have known about Bobby Lee for the past 25 years. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he's somebody that doesn't necessarily, you know, yeah, he doesn't need that. But somebody like us, you know what I'm saying? We need it, you know. Now, we're trying to figure out because I had done it, like, done the whole RSS thing. And it was like, just. Like nothing was happening, and it was like a whole day. I was like, I need my computer. Like, why isn't this working? So I gave up on it. I know. I have people you can just. I have somebody you could just pay. Okay. And then they'll put it all on there. Ooh, send me that info, girl. Yeah, yeah. That's how I do. I, I'm. It's not that I'm lazy. It's just that I have ADD, right? (laughs) And I go and I do things. And I'll get stuck and it'll be three or four hours. But mind you, I could do my taxes and all my deductions. No problems. That That is weird as hell. Everything is right there at the corner that I'm looking at. But I just sometimes you do need to hire people like. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but it does get costly. And then you have to remind your guests like um, I tried having some New York comics over my house to do an episode and everything. And then they flaked and I had to remind them, bitch, I pay for stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? You guys have been using the same set for over an hour, for over a year and a half. Like, don't let me come and take your job because I will. Like, I have years and years of the strip club that are way funnier than your gigs. Oh, my God. Let's honestly, I think that's where most of my material comes from. For like my best jokes, it comes from like working in nightclubs, being a go-go dancer, having like hoe friends, and like yeah. they're, they're from real life experiences. Yeah, and, and that is like where the, the generous, yeah, happen. right, mm-hmm. yeah. Just done, well, That's like cool. I said, I the last good thing that I got like a lot of material was hanging out with some squares, the toxic <laughs> squares, the toxic <laughs> squares that fought all night long that were like. It was like, what are they? They started arguing about like a girl. I remember it was like the girl had a friend, the guy didn't like. And then I guess the 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 friend uh, abandoned her kid to like, 
it was crazy stuff. Then I was like, oh, look, a dog. And she's like, we're going to get a dog. And he's like, no, we're not. And I was like, there comes the Chris Watts. Oh, it was just toxic. It was like, <laughs> like I said, it was Jody Iris and, and Chris Watts. Like, she was like, <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, one day I'm going to be on Dateland. Like, yeah, I just was like hanging out with him one night and I witnessed like, you know, all this crazy stuff and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they're like with their square jobs and everything. And I'm like, these people are crazy because you know what? I grew up with criminals and criminals don't want to yeah. get caught. So they don't like, they don't do shit. Like they don't fight in public criminals. they you no, sh- 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 you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They don't want no complex. Oh, well, oh sh- sh- quiet, quiet. You know, like right. no, criminals they don't smart criminals. Smart criminals don't want to get in trouble and don't want attention on them. And there is just I don't know what it is a whole bunch of jackasses that just want attention on them that want to fight in the street and yell at each other. And- that, that was literally my mom and my stepdad. Like they oh, were really? like the, they were like the get in the car family. Like oh my god, so annoying. Oh, so get ghetto. in the car. So ghetto, like driving down, she walking all mad next to the car, driving slow and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and your mom's still with your stepdad? No, not anymore. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, they just had a lot. It was just a lot. He Toxic. had a really bad, like, drug problem, and there were, like, people looking for him, like, people. Uh-huh. looking for him you know and it was dangerous like there was even like a situation where like they came and like shot at the house oh. they like followed us home from my school and uh, another time I remember I was like I think I was like eight or nine and this guy was like calling the house and he's like tell your dad to come outside tell your dad to come outside and I'm like oh whatever who's that you know I just hung up the phone I didn't care mm-hmm. then I look out the window and this man pulls up and stabs him in the back with like yeah. a big ass like blade yeah and I thought he was dead. And I'm I'm a child by myself witnessing this. Oh, All I, I know gotta is- tell Nick, Nick, stop that. What she said. <laughs> I way for YouTube. Run across the street to my friend's house, who's my age, and her mom had to call the police. And I didn't know what to do. I was so young. But yeah, so it, it's just you know he's a good person, but he's made really bad decisions. Right. And sometimes two people just shouldn't be together. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I feel sometimes- like, that journey, like okay, you guys, you went through some shit. Y'all had a, a good run, a very good run. Time to but move it's on. Time. It's time to move on, and that happens with friendships, with work relationships, with anything. It can happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it happens with everything, and it's sometimes. I've had friends for over twenty five years, and we don't, we may not talk a lot or whatever, but we'll text each other, and we understand each other, and right, that's cool. But yeah, like you're right. Work sometimes work relationships or regular relationships like it served as course and time to move on yeah Yeah, right I had a friend who was I was friends with her for like like 12 years like Mm -hmm. best friend and then out of nowhere she just felt like I can't talk to you but she was like cutting everybody out of her life it was like this Mm -hmm. like spiritual journey she's going through whatever I get it but she cut like everybody out and I felt like the way she did it was like really really like fucked up so I don't even look at it like, oh, I lost the front. I feel like you did me dirty, bitch. Yeah. Because I there's a-, a way you go about it. Like you right. should have, some, like I know people are like, nobody has to explain themselves. But if you care, like a, an ass hair of a fucking whatever, if you care about a person, like you are going to explain and you are going to try to get to some kind of 
communication to let them know what you're going through. And then that person will be like, I understand your decision. I respect it. But when you just cut somebody off with nothing, no inkling, no nothing, it's like, fuck you, bitch. That, that's what <laughs> one of my one of my friends um, from over 20 years ago, I saw her over the pandemic and I used to dance with her, of course. And then I didn't see her again. And then I thought it was me. Like, I thought she took me off social media or whatever. And then my mm-hmm. other friend that our mutual friend, her mom was like, I don't see her on social media. Yeah. And we don't we don't know what happened. But then I'm seeing now her partner all the time on social media. So I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. And I went through his social media or whatever. I just don't you like find her. I, I don't know. We don't, we don't know. And then my other friend that's close with her, we just, we don't know what to think. Yeah. To me, it's just like, you know, I get it. People grow apart yeah. and sometimes they have to go through things on their own. But I would, me personally, I would never just dismiss somebody who was right. so important. Right. Now I mean? people that are heavy on drugs, I get it where, if people like yeah. have a history with drugs and they can't yeah. associate with those other people doing drugs, that to me makes a lot of sense. I can validate that because you do have to move out of the circle. Cause mm-hmm. I have from my former occupation, I did witness. Um, I had a very, another good friend that I have known. God, I've known her since 1995. And right now um, she's doing good. She's a flight attendant. She's engaged. She, but she could not handle what I like. She could not handle stripping. That wasn't really her. Her mindset was, you know what I'm saying? And, um, so she did like, and she, she left that air, she left Tampa and I think she went to Orlando and then she went somewhere else and she changed her life now, but we still, we're on like Facebook, you know? Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. people, that's my point. Right. <laughs> But that I understand she had, she just couldn't, like, I wasn't a person that did drugs. She was just a person because of the environment. But also I feel like. like resist it. So she right. had to. And then also what happens with a lot of people like that were in the field that I was in, I'll keep on referring that so people can, they can go to my other podcasts and listen is um, a lot of women, they go in young and they can't really handle it. And they are ashamed afterwards. Like, I'm not ashamed. I talk, I, I'll tell, I like to be able to be open with people to let them know. So if they hear anything, they're not surprised. Right. And I'm not going to put on, oh, I was never that. Oh, no. I, I never did that. I was like, I, I did I that. I bartended. No. Yeah. Like, I, I, when people give me shit about my OnlyFans, I was like, meanwhile, I have been your like, OF, your OF. Remember OF, which I'm oh, trying I'm to put on YouTube. We're going to have When people give me shit about my OF, <laughs> I'm literally like, but before OF even existed, I am in magazines, music right. videos all over the internet and lingerie. There's even pictures of like my butt with like oil on it, and it's like yeah. very sexy yeah. and risque. So I've always been comfortable with that and not ashamed of that. So when people are like, oh, my God, you're on OF. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, the same type of shit that was posted for free for money. Right, right. I had one time a woman, <laughs> um, a, a woman that was dating, like, she, she didn't really even date this guy. But she sent me a picture of me, like a modeling picture I had 
where and it was actually a good one and she had the nerve to try going because she she was a square and she had the nerve to say isn't this classy and i said and i just replied back yes i look good honey like who cares like (laughs) Like, she was trying to shame me women get so much shame for it but like first of all men love it Men are entertained by it all day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there are women who look at it as an artistic representation. Like when I got into modeling, I was inspired by other women's photos. I was inspired by other women's, you know, magazine. I I thought that was beautiful. And I was like, wow, she looks fucking good. I want to look good on a magazine. Right. So even before I was in it, I looked at it like inspiration. Right. That's good because you were secure with yourself. Yeah, I was like, I want to do that. I'm cute. I got a nice little body. Let me do a little pop <laughs> picture for some money, you know? And like, I was never like, I was always inspired. Right. And I, I think that's how I look at it now, because I can admit sometimes, of course, you're going to get a little jealous or a little insecure, but I will still look at that situation and be motivated. Yeah. Never hate on the person, never talk bad about the person. Just like, I am motivated. Right. Like, this bitch look good as fuck. I want to go work out. That's how I feel. Yeah, no, and and I I I don't know. I need to look at other females sometimes to get motivated too. Yeah, you get ideas from them. You know, I did these Valentine's Day pictures for fun. I was on Pinterest looking through other modeling photos and getting like a little board. Oh, that's a good idea because I can't think of my new back set is just like a pink. Um, so my bedroom's all Hello Kitty because I like Hello Kitty, but. My new living room is just a pink sofa with some pillows with a little fake palm tree. That's the cat scratcher. So, but I get kind of bored with the same scene. Yeah. And I'm behind and stuff, but I think I'm going to do that. Look at Pinterest. Yeah. Look at Pinterest. Look up like, you know, you could look up like black lingerie photos, Valentine's day photos, St. Patrick's day ideas. But I've been selling, you you know, I've been selling all my lingerie. Right, sell your lingerie, honey. Do what you want. No, I but... have a guy that literally, listen, I've sold all my lingerie. I've sold all my bras. I've sold so much stuff. I have a guy every week that's buying stuff. Yeah. I have, a, if anybody wants to buy and they're listening, I have some dirty shoes. Like, wow. Yeah. I have somebody that weekly buy. I had, because I had an article that went viral in 2021. And because I was having people buy stuff, like continuously. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I did order some stuff from, was it Sheen? That cheap place? Yeah. Oh man, you could get a lot of stuff. Oh, I love Sheen. Sheen's good for like the, the, the cute little picture outfits. Yeah. It may not be the highest quality, but if you just want to get a good photo look in, yeah. you can go to yeah. Sheen and spend exactly. 40 outfits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't, but, and, and I hate when somebody said, I think that uh sprinkle sprinkle lady was like, you shouldn't wear outfits. Those aren't high value, whatever. Oh, screw you. Who are you? Oh, I love Sprinkle Sprinkle. She's she was funny. Putting down people like. This is a character. I don't yeah, think that's how she is. You know what? Yeah, because totally she, but she was saying something about, you know, those outfits for IG. And I was like, hey, I have to have different outfits all the time. Okay. She doesn't get it. She's not, she doesn't have the same mindset. She's no, yeah. Like, she's I'm a sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like we are the sugar daddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she doesn't. It's she's. You know, it's so many internet people that are speaking, but their game is selective to certain people. Have you noticed that? It's it's become cool to troll. It's become cool to be a troll and to just like 
purposely go at a topic that you know is like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just the new thing. And a lot of people are doing that, even for podcasts and stuff. Like yeah. Like um like me and Jack gonna have this friend Mac. Max Max whole like podcast, she's just trolling men completely. Mm. And and even like the women don't get that. So sometimes she'll say things like women belong in the kitchen because da 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 and like they'll be like, Oh my god, you're talking bad about women, but she's doing it on purpose because she goes viral like every time. So yeah, that's what I'm saying, because they're going viral. Yeah. Yeah, it works. It's a tactic that works. So I'm like, whatever, yeah. girl, you troll I'm, away, honey. I have to go troll to be viral. <laughs> it, well, my other podcast is doing very good though. I got a that's lot of numbers good. there, but I'm like, I just want the YouTube to pick up and a little bit better. Yeah, well, especially if you keep uploading shorts. Yeah, I do about two. I do only two or three shorts a week. I used to put my TikToks and other stuff, but then I just, I, because I'm just trying to push the comedy so much. And then it's just, and I, I know also this with, I kind of have to bring back people like you that I can have a conversation that I already know you and I know how to talk because sometimes Mm -hmm. I bring on somebody new and it goes all the way left. They don't get you. They don't get your Well, it's just we're like on two different page, like, which is good, but you know, it is a comedy podcast, but you know, I'm just like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So, but well, it's been really great. It's already been an hour. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Can you please let everybody know where to follow you? You can go to my Instagram at Stephanie Tejada with two A's. Click that link in my bio. You can join my mailing list and you'll see all my other socials. Please subscribe to the We Don't Give AF podcast on YouTube and go check out A Sociopath and a Psychopath on OFTV. And my name is Marcella Lonzo. If you want to see this episode and many more of my episodes, you can go to my Patreon at MarcellaSobella.com. Also, you can follow me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Marcella Sobella, or check out my Twitter, Marcella with one L underscore L-U-V. Thank you so much for coming on Sunday Funday.